Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Rundown presented by the Minnesota Daily. It's been a bit of a hiatus, but we're back for our first podcast of the 2020-2021 school year. I'm your host, Nolan O'Hara, and today I'm joined by two of our reporters, AJ Condon and Brendan O'Brien. AJ, Brendan, how's it going? It's going great. I'm excited to be here. we got sports back at Minnesota, so it should be a fun time. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well too, Nolan. Glad to be here with you guys. Good to hear. It's been a big news week for both the Gophers and college athletics. The Gophers Athletics Department announced program cuts on September 10th. The department will be discontinuing three men's sports, indoor and outdoor track and field, gymnastics, and tennis. There's more to come on that, but let's start with Wednesday's announcement. Big Ten football is back. After pressure from student-athletes, fans, and politicians, the conference announced Wednesday that it will begin an eight-game schedule beginning the weekend of October 23rd and the 24th. AJ broke the news first here. Tell us a little bit bit more about that and what it means for the Gophers. Yeah, I mean, hearing that news is awesome. Um, I was really looking forward to having football this fall and was a little worried when we saw a lot of the Power Five conferences get their seasons going and the Gophers and the rest of the Big Ten remained undetermined um, and uncertain of when that season would get going. And Wednesday came, and after a long and long over a month um, of uncertainty, we finally got word of the season starting, which was awesome. I remember on, I think it was Tuesday night when Nebraska coach was a little, um, little on, off on the, on the hot mic and broke the news a little early. So I think a lot of people were getting excited on when the news would finally come and it came on Wednesday. So that was huge. Um, I believe looking at for fans and uh, students on going to games, it's not looking too good. Um, I think they extended it to uh, families of the players um and what else uh the team off season um we see we saw Rashad Bateman uh declare for uh the 2021 draft so he will not be returning to the Gophers this season obviously gonna be tough on the offense not having him return as well as Tyler Johnson uh, we're gonna see Demetrius Douglas and blanking on the other wide receiver's name someone help me out here Ottman Bell thank you Chris Ottman Bell yeah so we're gonna see those two jump into a bigger role on the team um Tanner Morgan, we saw him have a great season last year. He's a top five PFF rated coming into the season as a quarterback. That's going to be huge. Mohamed Ibrahim is going to be a big part of the team this year, so I'm really excited to see that offense. Um, but a bigger question going into the year is looking at the defense. Uh, we saw a lot of the uh, pieces there either leave due to graduation or even go into the NFL. So you're going to see a new look there. And I'm really excited to see what PJ can do with this new talent on defense. So. I'm really excited for the season to get going, and hopefully the Gophers can get that ninth game in the Big Ten Championship. What led to this reversal by the Big Ten? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it was the pushback they got. Um, I think when you see these other conferences getting their schedules going, uh, you see that what they were able to do uh, with the COVID restrictions, they were able to um, find enough ways to get players tested and follow enough protocols, and seeing... uh, uh, the Big Ten, especially at Ohio State, you're seeing Justin Fields get a, um, a petition going. You're seeing these players, parents, and even politicians that are really pushing for the Big Ten um, to get the season going. And I also think that the financial issue, I just don't think they could have taken that uh, deficit and not cut more sports. So I think for all those reasons, and obviously probably a few more, they were probably able to um, they were able to finally realize that they had enough protocols in place and felt safe enough where they were able to have a season with everything going on in the sports world. 
Big Ten football is officially back, so Gopher fans, be sure to mark the weekend of October 23rd to 24th on your calendar. And the return of football should help the athletics department with an otherwise bleak financial picture. That's what led to the department cutting men's indoor and outdoor track and field, men's gymnastics, and men's tennis, also citing Title IX compliance. But under this proposal, those teams will be allowed to finish their seasons but will be discontinued after this year. Um, the department will still honor student-athlete scholarships. But the decision is pending Board of Regents approval, and the board is expected to vote on this proposal in their next meeting in October. But it has also prompted a lot of blowback from student-athletes, coaches, and fans, including a Gophers, Save Gopher Sports protest that took place Wednesday at Athletes Village. Supporters marched from there to Morrill Hall, where President Gable's office is. Brendan, I know you spoke to some tennis players who were affected by this decision. What did they have to say? Yeah, so after talking to uh, three men's tennis players, um, there kind of appeared to be a common theme amongst how they all felt. Um, the basic timeline was um, Wednesday, the first week of school, they had a um, compliance meeting that they annually have. Um, all student-athletes uh, at Minnesota have, and... Um, Mark Coyle, athletics director here at the university, jumped on the call for a few minutes and just told uh, the tennis players he was excited for their season and couldn't wait for them to get back out on the court. And then Thursday, players get a quick, short email from their coach telling them to jump on um, a Zoom call, and uh, that Zoom call ends up being um, breaking the news to them uh, that their um, that 2020-2021 would be um, their last season. Most of them... Obviously, we're disappointed um, was the biggest um, feeling amongst them. I think what they were also disappointed in as well was um, how it transpired. And obviously, with COVID, most of these meetings are happening over Zoom, so you can't have a lot of in-person, one-on-one interaction. Um, so it's a little bit different to feel um, a little bit more uh, personal um, f- from Coil and from any other athletic administrators. I think... What mostly disappointed them, though, was the way um, the university officials uh, talked about Title IX compliance and um, budgetary reasons. Because in, if you just look at the basic numbers, the university is expected to lose around $75 million is what they projected. And with cutting these costs along with um, making some other budgetary um, cuts, they're only saving $2 million. So I think they're kind of reading in between the lines and thinking that um, it wasn't really those reasons because the university has also been in compliance for Title IX for um, several several years now. So I think they were taking it as the university just wanted to cut some of these programs and now they thought that they had an opportune time to do so. AJ, you covered gymnastics last year, and I know you've been reaching out to the team and spoke with Burns. I talked to him a little bit on Wednesday at the protest as well, and he's not going down without a fight. What what had he said to you? Yeah, so I uh, I talked to him uh, the other week, and he's as disappointed as the gymnasts are. I mean, he was really excited, looking forward to the season for um, the whole team. Uh, they were they were really. Looking good. They they had some pieces that were going together. All they lost was Timmy uh, from last season. So they had pretty much their whole team returning. He was really excited for Shane uh, and his whole uh, process getting to uh, USA Gymnastics and trying to 
compete at the Olympics. So he was really excited for this team, and hearing that news was just a letdown for him. Um, like you said, he's not giving up without a fight. He has been on Twitter. He's been trying to get people aware of the situation at hand. Um, then CAA Gymnastics posted out a petition, and he quoted the tweet. He gave his own personal um, comments on it and just trying to get people to know that gymnastics is not going down without a fight. Men's gymnastics has been here for a while. Burns has been here for a while, and he wants this team to stay here. He he wants them to compete this year and not just give up and throw in the towel. He wants them to go out, even if it is their last season, to have the best season that they can, and he will do whatever he can to keep them going for the future. Yeah, Burns entering his 17th season as the coach of the gymnastics program, and he's been tweeting a lot of petitions. I saw one he's been asking supporters to reach out to the Board of Regents and voice their disapproval of this uh, this proposal. But for both of you, what's stood out in particular when you've talked to student-athletes or coaches whose programs were cut? Yeah, so I haven't been able to talk to as many student-athletes yet, but um, I was able to follow Matt on Twitter when he was at the protest going on, and it seemed like a lot of people were, even not the ones that were fully affected by this decision, but you saw other players from other sports that were showing their support um, for other gopher athletes. I think it's awesome to see that it's not just the teams that are being affected by this that are taking action, but it's gopher sports, it's gopher athletics as a whole that are going after this together because they know that if they were in their shoes, the gymnastics team, the tennis team, they'd be right there helping them too. So I think it's awesome to see gopher sports come together as a whole and um, I'm really excited to start talking to some athletes and see what they really think about this decision. Uh, for me, three quick things um, come to mind. The first for men's tennis was that um, the head coach for the men's tennis team was expected to also get to coach his son um, for the next few years. His son was committed to Minnesota. Now, not only does he lose his job, he also loses that opportunity um, to coach uh, his son uh, in college. Uh, the second one is that um, what one of the tennis players I talked to brought up was um, he wasn't sure how this might affect other um, smaller programs um, within the university uh, as far as uh, recruiting would go. Just if other schools would say, you know, look at Minnesota. If you're a swimmer or if you're a wrestler, you know, Minnesota did cut some smaller sports. If you go there, you never know if you're going to get cut. Whereas if you come you know, to a, a different Big Ten school, you might have more um, security in that regard. And then um, just the third thing is that um, one of the other tennis players just brought up how most of the tennis players are underclassmen. And obviously this news, yeah, there is a 2020, uh, 2021 season, um, hopefully for these uh, athletes in the future. But with this news coming now, it's kind of right in the middle of when they should be training. And now they're not sure whether or not they should start looking to transfer uh, elsewhere. Yeah, exactly, because we don't even know if these seasons for sure are going to be happening with uh, the whole pandemic going on. But if it does, what does it mean for their future in this sport? They can't just give up their life's hard work because of one school uh, cutting the sport. So we might be seeing a lot more people transferring out before the season even gets going because of the news that happened. Right. Athletes, especially in these sports, will be faced with the decision whether they want to stay where they currently are and fulfill the university will fulfill their scholarship. But if they want to continue their career in athletics, they're going to have to look at somewhere else. But 
We'll see what happens in the coming days and whether the pressure from student-athletes, coaches, and supporters has any bearing on the region's decision. Brendan, AJ, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. Really appreciate it, Nolan. In other news, the NCAA announced a November 25th start date for both men's and women's basketball. Richard Patino and Lindsey Whalen now have a day on the calendar as they prep for their upcoming seasons. That's all for this week. We'll be back next week to give you the weekly rundown on all things Gopher Sports. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and review. See everyone next week.